What's up, everybody? This is Fiddy. And I'm Izzy. And this is How We Talk. Podcast. That's right. And today in studio, we have back again, Xavier Martinez. Yeah, Coach Xavier, be right? Back. Oh, yeah. Coach yeah, yeah. Xavier. Coach X. I'll take that. I'll Coach, take Coach X? X? Yeah, I'll take yeah. that. You never got that? You know, I've I've gotten it a few times, but I've gotten to Coach Javier too much. So Dude, I just take Coach X. <laughs> imagine if you were a professor. Oh, professor, professor X. Nice. I was thinking of of going with X Mart. X Mart. X Mart. Like, like a you know, store? Like, like Kmart, but X Mart. <laughs> but then who I'm are, like, nah. Who else do we have in studio? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, back. <laughs> nah, he's not back. This is his first time uh, at How We Talk podcast. It's Jamal Pogues. Jamal yeah. Pogues, welcome. Bro. Also known as Stormtrooper. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's a he's a professional MMA fighter. That's right. He is. Yes, sir. Yeah, don't mess with him, dude. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, no, I'm no. not that good though. Don't worry about it. <laughs> nah, you got a, you got a good record. Six and two. Yeah, yeah that's good. We're doing all right. Yeah, we're doing yeah. All right. His last win was a head kick, knocked the dude out. Yeah, yeah, head kick. My How foot. does that feel? What knocking someone out yeah. or a head kick? Both. My foot was killing me after I hit him yeah. with that kick. Yeah, it was like killing me for like the next week. But then knocking people out was kind of cool though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you feel you feel bad? Like oh man. No, was like, it was he? Is it one of those knockouts where he he landed and as soon as he landed he woke up? It was. Or was he, he out? Was, he was out. You know that stiff. But moment. he fell. He yeah. fell like straight forward, like face flat. Oh. So like I, I don't know if that woke him up, but he yeah. was. I mean, you can't really feel bad if you move your head into the foot. You know, like if That's the kick's coming heard. and you dip your yeah, head well, into it. Yeah, because his foot I mean, was just up in the air. This guy just ran into it. Yeah, it's not yeah. his fault. Remember, like Kevin Hart was saying, he was like, "Dude, if you guy." Foot come and hit you in the face. You deserve it. Yeah, you could have put an arm up. You know. <laughs> have you ever been knocked out before? Nah, I've never been knocked out. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Well, yeah, man, yeah, I have soccer. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, soccer it, ball it counts, right? Yeah, yeah they we get hit by a, yeah. we get by a head, uh, hit by a soccer ball on the head. Yeah, that counts. Knockout. Yeah, blacked out. When I got back up a little bit, I was like, what happened? I like Cat Williams' joke. I've been knocked out before. Let me tell you, I woke up well rested. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> oh man! So uh, Jamal, where'd you get the name uh, Stormtrooper? Are you big? You big uh, uh, Mortal Kombat fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all right. I'll throw throw him off on that one. No, uh, no, uh, I do like Star Wars. That's when people like ask me if I like Star Wars. Uh, I got the name in twenty fourteen. Um, what ended up happening was I switched gyms from Universal Grappling Academy. That's where I started from. Mm-hmm. And then I switched to Cobra Kai where I'm at now with uh, Joe Daddy Stevenson, uh, mm-hmm. former you know UFC lightweight challenger, title challenger. And uh, Some people might say legend. Legend, definitely. You could say legend. That dude definitely has been around for yeah. a long time. You know, King of the Cage King, Hall of Famer King now. King of the Cage Hall yeah. of Famer now. Oh, you that's know, right. Yeah. He's, he getting his, he's getting his respects now, you know. Yeah. And now he's also a head instructor at Team Quest with Dan Henderson. Okay. Taking over the whole mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu program. Nice. So, and then, of course, we have a home base in Victorville with Cobra Kai. So, it's, yeah. he's definitely doing good things now. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but how I got my name was uh, my old coach. And uh, comes up. Like, I... You know, I never talk trash about people. That's one thing. If you know about me, like, if I have a problem with, like, someone, if I'm going to talk trash, like, I text people that are close to me because I know yeah. I won't say anything. But it's very rare when you hear me say something about people. But then, anyway, my coach and everyone's messaging me once I left the gym. Uh, you know, my coach, my ex-coach is saying this about me. He has guys who are going to beat me, all this uh-huh, stuff. Yeah. And then uh, I ended up going to his gym and was like, hey, fuck all the guys you have. We can fight right now. 
we can we can sign a contract and get this on. Like yeah. I don't care about what so and so you have. They're not gonna touch me. We can fight. Yeah. Then uh, when I come back to my gym, everyone's like, "You can't be storming in people's gym, <laughs> calling out the head coach." And I was like, "Hey, I don't care. Like, where I'm from, like, we're, yeah. like we're gonna fight." And that definitely in the business that we have, you know, we fight. So then that's the next day they were like, "We got your fight name. What is it? Stormtrooper." <laughs> You're like, been, I, I can go nice. with it. It's been with me ever since. You yeah. know? But that's honestly how I got my story of Stormtrooper. But, I mean, when other people ask me, I just say, like, I'm a big Star Wars fan. You're a Star Wars fan. Because I don't feel like going – because once I was telling that story, they were like, so what did you say? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, how did yeah, it happen? Yeah. How did you know? it go? Did they call the cops? Yeah, like everyone – but honestly, it wasn't It wasn't bad. It, it, it was It was out of respect, you know? Like, yeah. I, I called them and texted them. I'm like, man, yeah. like, I don't – I don't I didn't talk bad about you once I left. I still give you credit for what you've done for me, you know, yeah. so far in my life. and where I'm at right now, and I don't feel like it should have been disrespect, you know, and yeah. definitely, like I said, I'm not going to speak on it, but the things that were going on in the gym, I should say, wasn't right, you know, and so, I, and then it's affecting my career, and my career comes first, so when I made the move, it was, and not even that, I was the only guy who actually went to him in his face and say, hey, I'm leaving, Yeah, and, and he was like, I, I understand, I know, blah, blah, blah. But then everybody else, like grown man, like I'm only 23 and I think I left off 17, but like guys who are older than me, they just called or canceled the plan. Like I was actually the only one to actually walk up into his face and go to the gym and tell him I was leaving. So yeah. I felt very disrespected when all that trash talk was happening. Yeah, yeah. But that's how I got the name Stormtrooper. That's funny. You know, I wanna, I'm going to get back to that uh, on that on that point of, uh, of, of, of gyms and teams. But, but for now, uh, let's start off with uh, asking how did you get into the sport? Of MMA, were you like uh, transitioning from another sport or? Um, I played football growing up. Uh, didn't like it. It wasn't my thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I was good at it. It wasn't that I wasn't good. Like you know, Pee Wee. Obviously, everyone was good when you're like Pee Wee and stuff like that. I was good. Uh, yeah. But just football wasn't my thing. And I've always loved martial arts. But what happened was I was 13. I think I was in eighth grade, and this guy named Emmanuel Lawson. And uh, so what happened was, he's a good guy, don't get me wrong. So yeah. what happened was, he does, he started jujitsu, which I know, you know, I didn't know nothing about jujitsu. Yeah. And I think, because I just moved from L.A., so I didn't know anything about jujitsu. And you're talking about moving up up the hill? M- move from L.A. Victor- to Victorville, you okay. know. And then uh, what happened was, this kid was getting bullied. So then I come up, I was like, hey, man, like, like you leave him alone. And yeah. then he thought, then that guy got scared because, like, you know, he was bullying that guy, and I stuck up to him, and he got scared. And then when Emmanuel Lawson came, he thought I was punking him, and he got me an RNC and put me to sleep. An RNC? Like rear, rear naked choke, yeah. Boom. And then I like went to sleep, and I was just like, I woke up. Everyone was looking at me. I'm in PE. Like, it happened in PE. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's like, hey, like, uh, you okay? And I was like, what happened? They're like, Emmanuel choked you out. And I was like, why you do that? Yeah. And he's like, and he was like, man, my bad, man. Uh, yeah. I, I I thought you were bullying him, but come to find out you were helping him. My bad. But like I said, man was a good person. Like he really yeah. is. So then after that, I was like, dude, where do you train at? <laughs> and then he told me once again, Universal Grappling Academy. And I was there since thirteen to seventeen, you yeah. know. And so when I joined, I think twelve. I'm gonna say twelve. And but when I joined there, uh, I really why well, I joined is because I wanted to beat him. <laughs> I didn't like. I don't. I don't like losing. I don't like getting beat. Yeah. Up. That was just weird. Cause yeah. I couldn't defend myself. That, yeah, wasn't, yeah. that wasn't cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that wasn't cool. But that that definitely. Hum- we had uh we had Elvis in here. Uh, he's a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu up here in uh, uh Azusa. 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 Yeah. And uh and you know we 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 talked a little bit about Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Um, how humbling is it getting tap getting having to tap out or getting put to sleep? It's it's like. 
for me personally, yeah. I just I didn't like it. I didn't do it for you know trying to prove myself or trying to be better. It's just I like competition. I love competing, so I just want to be the best at everything I do. You know, even if it's tic tac toe, like I want to be. I don't care. The kids five. Yeah. Like I want to win, and so like to me, like you said, it is very humbling because you know that you're not the anyone can get beat at any time. Right. You know, you might be the biggest, baddest one in California, but then you, you know, you never know. Like I've been submitted by guys half my size, and I've been submitted by guys bigger than me. You know, so it's definitely humbling as you're. You know, the more and more you do it, but then you get to the point you're like, "Hey, I'm I'm tired of this happening." Yeah. But it's definitely humbling. It's it's, it's good. If I wish everyone would try jujitsu at least once. Everybody that does jujitsu says that. Yeah. Everybody. You should. Yeah. It's, it's it's one of them, it's because you're gonna realize that you can avoid a lot of situations. And then I see a lot of people like in street fights, and I'm like, man, you know, you could avoid that situation if you did. That. Once again, it's a street fight. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But and anything goes. But I'm like, man, you could have de-escalate the situation like even now like if things happen and i'm in certain places and certain situations happen and i can just defuse the situation yeah. um, like matt sarah just not too long ago like i think a year ago he was All in right. a fight uh one of his teammates one of his guys that he coached you know an ex-ulc champ you know one of his guys were fighting he was out eating guy was drunk belligerent mm -hmm. he took mount controlled him waited for the cops to come yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he wasn't he wasn't gonna get bit, he wasn't gonna get scratched, he wasn't gonna get hit. He yeah. in a nice position, controlled the gun. I was like, hey dude, relax, you need to stop. Cops came like ten minutes later and bam. Like yeah, and yeah. it's like, look, you just diffuse the situation. Yep. Or, yeah, we talked about it on the show yeah. a couple episodes ago, but yeah, that it was uh that was hit he I remember him saying, Matt Sarah, this is a perfect example of how jujitsu can be used or utilized outside of the mat, you know, yeah, like right. in in a real real life situation. So how how it could you know you could just uh well you, like you said you know mount somebody and secure them and wait it until probably, it probably feels nice knowing that you could that you have that ability to do that whether you use it or not yeah right? yeah it's cool yeah. but then like if you're the other guy or you feel like bitch yeah a little I know, better, yeah. I know how that feels you can say you can say oh okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you feel like a bitch for sure That's but then you wake up and you're like where'd you train yeah, yeah. That's what I did. That's, yeah. but that's why I trained because yeah. I didn't like that. I was like, man, what is that? Yeah, my mom didn't like it though. My mom, she didn't like your training. No, well, you know, when I said fighting, it was kind oh, of okay, like, yeah, you yeah. know, like, I want to do this, but even then, like, you know, you come from LA, you come, man, you don't know no damn jujitsu. Yeah, like, yeah, mom, I want to do jujitsu. The hell is that? <laughs> hell no, you ain't doing none of that. Yeah. And I was just like, well, mom, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get in shape. You know, I was a fat kid, so I was like, hey, I'm trying to get in shit. That was actually my excuse I used. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whenever she sees this, that was my excuse that I used. <laughs> but, but it is true. Jiu-Jitsu is, it is exhausting. It's very it taxing. Is. It so, is. Yeah. Like, your your body and everything just makes you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I don't know. You, once you try it and you do it, it's the fact that, one, I don't, I don't like feeling vulnerable. And that's a lot of thing about people doing new things. They don't like being vulnerable or new or not being comfortable, you know? And jujitsu is not comfortable. That's But then the sad part is you get really comfortable in uncomfortable positions. Yeah. And, and I kind of use that towards life. And I learned a lot of life skills and lessons through fighting. Yeah. So, And I realized I can take some of this and go over here. So if you try jujitsu, get out of your element. Get beat up by that 16-year-old kid, you know, that's doing jujitsu. He's been a star since he was young, you know? And yeah. Or, you know, you're going to your white belt and you got a guy half your size and you're like this. Yeah. And you're like, oh, like. Yeah. Like, but it's it's hum it's scary, but it's humbling because right. it's like, all right, let's 
I got, I, yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we go, I'm, I don't want you to do that again. Yeah, right. So, like you said, right now, getting into shape and trying to lose weight. Now, that's where Coach Xavier comes in, right? How much does he put you into shape for, for a fight? Like, how are you, are you in his camp throughout the whole camp? Uh, yeah. Um, actually, him and I were just talking because before it was kind of like, man, just like kind of like we were telling you before, it was like he, he'd get an opponent and then he would text me, like, hey, this guy, you know, pulled out for, you know, yeah. whatever reason so actually this is probably i mean aside from from uh bellator but i think this is like the actual first time that we actually have weeks to prepare like a full camp yeah, we can do a full camp yeah i think we would have to like what two weeks notice yeah we'll two get like two notice. weeks notice calls yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's like, not much you can do right i mean but yeah, yeah. yeah i mean can. without putting that wear and tear before a fight right yeah it's not so much you can do. Yeah. Just try to play it smart yeah. from that point on, yeah. Um, for my camps, it's it's tough because uh, one thing is, like, I, I put a high volume, high, like, output. And, and if you watch my fights, like, I don't gas out. And everyone's like, oh, why don't he gas out? But if you really watch my training and see what I do every day, like, that's why I was glad when Xavier, because some days it would be like, <clears throat> dude, we got to switch times because, you know, I'm training at this time. I don't have time to recover. And, and yeah. I know it's hard because, like, you know, you go and, like, what is his job? Like, you know, when you really think his job, it gave me strong strength and conditioning, get yeah. my body ready. And actually, it's not even that. Like, it's having my body ready so I can train. People think it's like, oh, just so you can get stronger. I need to be able to maintain these long workout sessions and yeah. these, you know, these hard sessions. And so, once he, I think it was easier once he started to see, like, oh, we're putting in, we're putting in work. You yeah. Know I mean, not only with the work I'm putting in him, I'm putting in work as well, you know, and good quality work, you know, and. Right. Like, everyone's like, I train six to eight hours a day. Eh, you ain't putting quality hours. Yeah. I can tell you, I put I put four to six, and I guarantee all four to six of those hours are, like, you know, good training, yeah. you know. But he, he he helps me a lot, man. And when, when, when I first started, because I just posted a picture on my Instagram, like, when I first started with him, yeah. compared to when I, when I weighed in at Bellator, I never had abs. Yeah. <laughs> Even when I cut to 185, <laughs> I've never had abs. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so then I'm working with Wait, you cut, to, you cut down to 185? Well, I cut down to 185. With, with middle, X? No, uh, no, no, it was before him. Before him. Oh, okay. Before him. And, uh, it was so weird. He looked like like a blow pop. Like, <laughs> 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 he showed me a picture, and I was like, yeah, no. We can't ever I was, do that I was again. Like, I wasn't that I was big. It was like I was so small. Yeah. But it wasn't like bad because I, I could train, but it was more like I was skinny, and then... I don't know. Just I was just skinny, you know what I mean. Well, talk about talk about the difference between when you cut weight for one eighty five as as to when you're cutting weight with coach. What's the difference between that? I say the big difference is that I'm it's, I'm more mature now uh -huh. from one eighty five. I was nineteen when I did my pro debut. You know, I'm twenty three. Yeah. I'm still young, but it's like I got what five years now. It's about to be six years. You know, fighting and the things that I was doing at nineteen compared to now is crazy. You know, like even then, like we're talking about the growth that I had from Bellator to now. We're mm -hmm. just talking about just that change. And yeah. It's crazy. It's exponential the things I'm doing compared to when I was nineteen. Yeah. I'm staying in shape now. I'm not cutting a lot of weight. I'm staying close to the weight now, which is one of the things he told me. Like it's kinda hard to like where how I should say now I'm at where I in my campsite is where I'm starting now. Oh, good. Y you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is a way big difference. So You don't have to dehydrate yourself or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, and, like, and even like if let's say we're hitting numbers here, and that's yeah. the end of my camp. And those, they're good numbers. But now I would just drop after my fight because I just gained a bunch of weight. Yeah. So then now, you know, having him there like in my ear constantly, then, you know, you know you're losing Bellator, and then things start to make more sense. Like, all right, I got to be – I want to be better. Yeah. Well, how do I be better? 
And it's the little things, you know what I mean? It's, you know, little things is going to help you with the bigger things. And now it's like, I stayed in shape. Now we're working from here. So now we're growing from here. You yeah. know? And, and, and we're reaching new numbers now. And I like it because, uh, one, I look better being smaller. I feel healthier. It's a lot easier on my knees. And yeah. I don't feel like I'm pushing. I'm pushing hard, but it's like I don't have the worry about cutting 30 40 pounds in the camp now i'm just cutting 20 so yeah you know like, hey we got eight weeks you got to cut 20 pounds or you got to cut 15 which is way more easier to start a camp and but now i can focus more yeah focus on more what we're doing and it's different you know walk around 225 now and we're hitting numbers we're hitting numbers you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. and then yeah. now it's like you got to cut the 205 which is easy because it's 20 pounds and i'm not gonna lose a lot of my strength yeah compared to being 240 and it's like hey you got to fight in eight weeks and my whole camp is worrying about cutting weight now i can i can feel stronger right. about the whole yeah. thing yeah it's a lot it's a big difference yeah coach uh take us into a process like the process of his uh camp because now you guys have a full camp like you were saying earlier. yeah so now like actually what i was telling them is because i feel like before I think uh, a lot of a lot of coaches now, and I mean, I'm not trying to bash anyone or anything, but I think a lot of ego gets in the way of like how much can I lift, you know, and how long can I go on this bike. So for me, I like I have to accept the fact that I'm not the main part of his camp. You know, I'm I'm a piece of the puzzle, but you know, when it comes time for fight night, it's not going to be hey, how much did he deadlift? You know, it's about the punches, yeah. it's about the grappling. So for me, it's it's power. How can I integrate what we're doing into fight night? You know, so I was just telling him, like, if if he's because a lot of the times when he'll come in, he's just finished working with his boxing coach. So yeah. if he's throwing a lot of, you know, this motion, it wouldn't make sense for me to follow that same thing. You right. know, let, let me do the opposite and let me work his body in a different way. So like you said, getting those quality, you know, that quality hour. So when when he'll come in, it's. You know, we'll work on, you know, he'll roll out a little bit with a foam roller or using a tennis ball, tightening, you know, hitting some certain parts of the body, loosening up the muscles. Yeah. Then from there, um, probably warm up like on a bike or something, something little just yeah. to kind of get the blood flowing. And then it's from there, you know, taking his strength and turning it into power, you know, like basically strength is, you know, I can lift this. Yeah. But how fast can we lift it? You know, okay. how fast can you take that strength and boom, apply it. Yeah. So that's where I take, you know, try to work in, you know, taking the strength, turn it into power, you know, getting the hips stronger, getting, you know, the the muscles ready to go. So that way when it comes time for fight night, you know, I'm I'm doing my part to help with that puzzle. Yeah. Know? So mm-hmm. I think that that's like the biggest thing. Is a lot of that also uh, is building his endurance and his uh, stamina? Yeah. So I like, mean, I kind of like, like I'll structure it. And so, like, the beginning will kind of be, like, the power, and then we'll get into, like, explosive and plyometrics, keeping things low impact, so that way we're not putting his body at risk, getting close to Less stress, right? Yeah, yeah. Right on. So, you were saying for your Bellator fight, were you gassed out towards that, towards the end? That that third round? Uh, It was, it was more so at the end. I started, I started, I, that's when I was starting to hit my, uh, like, kind of like a second win. That's when I started okay. to come down. But, like, I knew I had more. But then it was like, all right, kind of, you're forcing things. You know what I mean? And yeah. Not so much like I was getting tired. It was more like I, I felt like I was forcing things. Impatient. Yeah, I was very impatient. And, you know, you're fighting the top 10 guys that debuted in Bellator. You know, you yeah. want to put on a damn show, you know. And a lot of debut guys don't fight top 10 guys in any promotion. In yeah. So, it was more so trying to put a stamp on it, and I re- and that's the thing I was trying to, like you said, impatient. I was trying to force things, and mm-hmm. I realized I was like, man, why am I breathing? 
Yeah. Oh, you gotta relax. Like you know, but that's the thing you have to tell yourself. Like, dude, relax. Let the fight come to you. Yeah. Let the fight come to you. Relax. You know, and that's when I realized when I that's why I had to pull back a little bit in in the third round, and that's when you saw. Then I did the two big takedowns was because I had to pull back a little bit and realize like, dude. You are working so hard for what? Like, yeah. And and not even that, when you hear the guy breathing. <gasps> yeah. And it's like, and I'm over here like, I got to get him. Yeah, yeah. I got to get him. And it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, Just yeah. relax. But, and that's part of the game. Like, I've never been, I've never been part of a, you know, fighting Bella does a big promotion. So, Huge, yeah. Yeah, you know, so like, and I'm blessed to be, well, at the time I was 22. So, I was blessed to be able to say that I got that experience. I know how it is to be in the big show. Now. Yeah. I know how to stay calm under those situations you know i had two fights after them and i that's one of the biggest things i think we worked on was my mental and yeah. was relax mm -hmm. you know you're good you know yeah. you know what you have to do you see the openings why are you forcing it let the fight come to you stop mm -hmm. trying to do that but you couldn't tell me that then because you know it's just you want to win and no i'm sure it's different once you're inside <laughs> yeah. in the in the you're octagon you're just too. yeah uh, yeah. Well, yeah it was only yeah. what uh, i think it was a year ago right 2017 yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, 18, yeah, 18 last 18? year. 18? Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. It was last year, yeah, and it was June. Like I said, I had a good performance, and then, I mean, I crapped out at the end, you know, getting triangle with the last minute, and it, and, and it wasn't that, like, a, it hurt so much saying that the work that we put in for that camp, and that's yeah. what that's probably what hurts, and I think I got hurt because everyone was excited. Like, everyone was, because I've been doing this for a while. I've been doing this since I was 12, 13 years old, you yeah. know, and so to see it, we're here and it's like, oh, yeah, we're here now. And to give the performance I had and to just be like, oh, yeah. 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 Like, you know, it's crazy because when I, as soon as I left, uh, John, McCarthy, uh, John McCarthy comes up to me when I was walking out. Mm -hmm. And he was like, hey, kid, you're up on the scorecard, man. Fuck. Like, yeah. You had it. Like, yeah. You had it. That's man. what I was telling Israel. I was like, <laughs> that first round, it was all, it was young, right? Yeah. He had it. He had it because then, you know, whatever. The second round, you came in there, you dominated the second round. Yeah. That third round, same thing. Started dominating. Well, you tried stri striking a little bit. Then you're like, now nah, I'm going to go back to take him down. Yeah, yeah. You took him down, you said two times. But then it was just that one moment where you reached in, impatient, yeah, he, and he um, caught you. When he had my bag, it was, uh, he was trying to take my bag, like you said, because he knew he was losing. Yeah. And I remember Mike Brown, um, he was like, uh, I remember he yelled to Jordan, like, you're losing. Step yeah. it up. And I saw him. He started picking up the pace. Yeah. And then when he had me against the cage, um. He tried to take my back, and I was about to give him the RNC. Yeah. I was like, you're not going to choke me. But he actually got his hand under my, my chin. I'm yeah. like, no, you're not getting it. And then I, uh, when I threw him off of me, when he fell, I heard him say, fuck. Yeah. So when I heard him say, fuck, I was like, oh, I got to get him. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, I got to get him, and I got triangled. And it sucked because I did that great performance. And it was like, yeah. and then, you know, like you said, you know, I shit it out. Shit, you know, end up, it's not happening to end up my way. And like I said, the first round, I remember the first round of Bellator. And I'll say it here because not a lot of people know. I was actually looking at the camera because I don't know if you've ever been to a Bellator arena. No. And I don't know if you've ever seen yourself on TV. That's one of the like. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna ask is uh, the the pressure to perform. It wasn't a pressure to perform. It's more like when I got there, I was a kid. Yeah. Like you know, like and that's the thing. That whole week, like I said, I was having fun all week. Don't get me wrong. But it was like I was a kid because, like, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> the Bellator guys, like, I watched yeah. this. You yeah, know? yeah. And I'm telling you, like, it sucks because I had a perfect week. Yeah. Because 
Gilbert Melendez, like, I'm talking about big names, heavy hitters, BJ Penn, you know, I got to talk to after my fight, and he gave me a few words, you know. Nice. You know, him and Joe had one, you know, the bloodiest fight in UFC history. You know? yeah. But, you know, BJ Penn comes up to me, gives me advice. Scott Coker, the president of Bellator, he tells me, hey, kid. He straight up told me, he was like, kid, I didn't think you were that good when they told me, and after watching this fight, man, you have a bright future in this. Yeah. He said, you gave a hell of a performance, kid. Keep your head up. Don't, you know, like Scott Coker, the president, is telling me this, you know. Yeah. And John McCarthy comes up to me. Uh, Mike Beltran, uh, you know, uh, mm -hmm. El Jefe, he, he was there. He gave me advice. And uh, I think uh, Extreme Couture, Eric, he came up to me. It was just like, it was so much love during the whole week. Yeah. Because And that's why I said I felt like I was at home, when I, even though it was a big stage, because, like, the whole week, all these gyms, all these big name guys. I'm not saying I know everyone, but like these yeah. these big guys that you guys don't see that's behind the scenes, like the coaches, right. the teams. And I'm like I, I've been there with these guys. So when I was there, it was like, hey, I think Eric was the one that pumped me up, and they had to calm me down. It was, yeah. day, before, it was day before weigh-ins. Eric comes up to me. He was like, "What's up, big dog?" I was like, "What's up, man?" He was like about fucking time <laughs> and i was like right like, yeah. like, so it was a good week you yeah. know and and when i was in the back uh like i said i was, I was smiling i was yeah. smiling I was, and even when i walked out i was smiling and then i remember like walking in and i was like it's time to fight yeah but then when, when he said go and i saw myself in the mirror you like, still had that smile on your face i put a <laughs> smile back on my face and he really hit me it's like I don't get hit with jabs like yeah. that. Like, I train with professional boxers and, like, good ones. And I'm like, I don't get, like, not that easy. Not saying I don't get hit, but, right. like, not that easy. And the whole time I'm moving, and it was weird because every time I fucking moved, I kept looking at myself <laughs> at the big screen. And then uh, after the first round, and I was like, ah, get the takedown, Jamal, because you're tripping. So I kept forcing things. Like I said in the first round, I just kept yeah. forcing things. I get in the corner. Uh, at the end of the first round, you know, um, we're in the corner. Joe comes up to me. He was like, Jamal. I was like, yes, coach. Are you done fucking around? I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, uh, yes, yes, yes. My boxing coach, Joel Rodriguez, uh, once again, boxing 88 Olympics. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Joel when he sees this. And he's like, he's like, numbers, you know what to do, kid. You know what to do. You know, and, and then I had Dominic Reyes, you know, who's number five in the UC right now. He's right. in my corner. And I think he's the one that really reached out to me in the second round. Like, his words meant the most because he said, Jamal, relax, have fun. Yeah. And that's why in the second round, it was like, I snapped out of it. And I was like, what am I doing, man? Like, just have fun. Like, like you know how to fight. Yeah. If, it's, if I've done this for the last 10, 11 years, I know how to fight. You yeah. know, if there's anything I know how to do, I know how to fight. Yeah. So that's why you see the second round, I pick it up. The third round comes out, I hear Joe tells me, it's one and one. How badly do you want it? That's why you see me stand up out of my chair in like 10 seconds. I'm like, I want this damn stool. Like, I'm ready to fight. You yeah, know what yeah. I and that's why I pushed it so hard in the third round was because, like, I wanted, I, like, you know, and then, you know, and it, it didn't happen. It didn't happen my way. And, and like I said, it's all part of a reason. You know, yeah. God, God, you know, I wish the best to Jordan Young. You know, he's a, he's a nut. Even though, like, people don't like him because he's, like, an asshole. He talks a lot of shit. He was, yeah. always, he was very respectful, you know. Yeah. And he was actually respectful to me. I mean, he was talking shit in the fight, which shit talking in the fight doesn't really bother me. Right. But even after, you know, he, he showed a lot of, you know, respect and love and, and then the Bellator event after, he showed a lot of respect and love to me. So, yeah. you know, all respects to Jordan, you know. And I, yeah. I would love to do it again against him. You know what I mean? Like, And it's not, like I said, it's not because I hate him or, you know, if it happens, it happens. If not, just got to move on. But it was just definitely a lesson for me for Bellator. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, it was, it's more important that you had all those eyeballs on you. You know, and all that, all those connections and those contacts that you made. I mean, right. Now they know 
you know, this yeah. kid is no joke. Yeah, you know, he and, can hang. And that's that's the thing that's crazy was before that reason why I got into Bellator was because I fought Kyle Noblet, oh. uh, all American wrestler from from Oklahoma, nine and zero undefeated. He headlined LFA, um, so I was already out the game for a year and a half. Uh, I didn't have a fall in a year and a half. I was training though. Don't get me wrong. I was training, but I had things going on, in, you know, in life, you know, in, in my home, and so I had to deal with those things. And I was out for a year and a half. So coming back, it was it was hard coming back, like injuries and then life and then you know sicknesses that happened, and and my family was hard coming back. But then what happened was they were. I was like Joe. I remember one day I was just like Joe. I need a fight now yeah. like, i don't know what happened like before i wasn't really focused and then oh i got to help out rampage jackson for one of his camps and then after i left nice. rampage i was like joe i need a fight now i was like i don't know what's gonna happen because life's been crazy so you need to give me a fight yeah and then they gave me kyle knowledge and every i think they gave me a two percent chance to win on topology everywhere it was like 98 percent kyle two percent me yeah uh yeah it's crazy like they gave me a whole like yeah i was gonna lose anyway that's, yeah. that's <laughs> you know that's how it was and then they gave me basically no chance to beat kyle and so not, I was nine and zero, you know, and he's fought good guys, and he's an all American wrestler, you know, and he's scary. Yeah, I go in there, fight him in Oklahoma, and that's like I think this is my first fight camp because I was already working with Xavier, but this is my actual first fight camp yeah. with Xavier. Mm-hmm. And then I go to Oklahoma. Yeah, I think you, you came to me. Um, Probably like I think I think when you were getting ready for this fight. No, it was before. No, because I, I was getting ready. I was just getting ready. I just had to get ready for something. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just getting ready. And then ready. he came back, like, I think it was like a week or two later. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was just getting ready. I was just getting ready. Yeah. Like, you know, I got to get back. I got to get back to Get back in form, yeah. You know I, mean? I got to yeah. get back, man. And they, they gave me Kyle. And I said, yeah, right away. I didn't even, it wasn't a hesitation who this guy was, what yeah. he'd done. And 30 23 though. 30 23, 30 23, 30 24 on the scorecard. Nice. I dominated him. And next thing you know, when I beat Kyle. An hour and a half tops. Boom. You got a call. I'm getting calls. Like, boom. Yeah. Hey, dude, we just saw what Jamal did, blah, blah, blah. He fought this guy. Boom. Hey, blah, blah, blah. We, and it wasn't that we went to the highest bid or anything. We went to, like, what we thought would be the best for my career. You know, we we, we felt like the hotel was my best, you mm-hmm. know, and was my best interest definitely after fighting Kyle knowing that the contract he had after fighting me yeah like that's like you know like he had a he had a Bellator contract you know he had one last fight I was supposed to be the warm up fight uh-huh. for him to get into Bellator yeah and and it was like I, I'm not saying I messed it up I did mess it up you know once again Kyle was a respectful and good guy and I fought him and then next thing you know it was my shot. Yeah, like, well, you took that opportunity. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and I took the opportunity. So, and like I said, you know, when you you don't miss out on opportunities like that. No, yeah, yeah. Then, you know, then I fought, you know, once again, fought 9-0. Then I was fighting an 8-0 top 10 guy in Bellator. Um, we were about to win the fight till I got caught at the end. And, and I think from there, it, it actually didn't make my career less. Like, a lot of people no. think you'll, you'll, yeah. you'll go backwards. It actually didn't because when you look at it, well, first of all, he's been out for a year and a half. Kid's 22. He comes back, fights Kyle, 9-0, Kyle Noblet. He comes, then takes another tough fight, like back-to-back, two yeah. tough fights against an 8-0 top 10 guy in Bellator. And he gave him a run for his money. He almost had to win. Yeah. And so it, it didn't actually make my career feel no. Yeah, anyway, it just felt good. Mm. Felt That's good. another thing, because right after the Kyle fight, I think he 
You came back. You took a week off. Came back that following. I think it was in the middle of that middle of that week. You took off. Came back. Said, "Hey, uh, Bellator gave me a call." And then it was like, "Hey, next week I'm coming back to work." So we were, you really didn't have a whole lot of time. It was like yeah. legit back to back. Yeah. Like right after that, we were. Yeah, it was right away. Straight, straight 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 and then, yeah. and then, how did that work out? Did you only get like a one fight deal with Bellator? Or? Yeah, I got a one fight deal. Um, and <clears throat> but and, and it's one of those things is it, it's not hurtful. It's just um, like it, the thing about the fight game is you have to be you have to take those moments. You yeah. know what I mean? And, right. And one and I didn't win, but I guarantee you, if I would have won. I would have screwed up whatever plan they had with promoting this guy and this or that. And mm-hmm. like I said, I didn't capitalize on the moment. So it's kind of like, you know, you know, what yeah. I mean? it kind of, you know, and, and, and then I went back, I went back to the local scene and, and it was, and it was great going back to the local scene. Yeah. And I was telling Xavier, be like, I think it was the last fight or the one before that. And I was like, dude, I'm glad, like I hated it, but it felt so good because uh, I got to find myself again. Like, mm-hmm. Like I re- like I became a better fighter. I became like oh, man, I already thought I had a good work ethic. Like I'm killing it even more. You yeah. Know? So it, when I came back to local scene, not dissing the guys that I fought, and it was more like I know I belong in the big show. Yeah. But it's some things I need to work out. I need to work on, so I don't make the same mistake when I get there. Right. You know? And so I took these. You know, I took the coming back down to the local scene as what What do we need to do to work on? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We need to work on this. All right. Well, you need to start doing this. And that was, I think I was exactly what I need to work on. Boom. You need to stay in shape. Yeah. We're not going to keep ballooning up and coming down. Yeah. Year round. Stay in shape. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You're a professional. Yeah. Act like it. Yeah. Ooh, that hurt. I like people talking to me like that. To keep yeah. it real. Yeah. Like, keep you need it to be a professional. You need to keep your weight down. My boxing coach. Keep your weight down. Yeah. Stay. That's If you want to do anything first, you do that. So then I was like, if that's what it takes for me to get back into the big show again, then let's do it. I'll, I'll do whatever you guys tell me I have to do, whatever I have to work on, let's do it. And I think now, even though it was always open-minded. It wasn't that easy. No, of course not. He makes it sound it so wasn't that easy. He didn't listen to us. The only reason why he listened is because he went to the UFC PI. And they're, oh. they were telling Jockery everything that we told him. Yeah. And then he, I remember, because I went out with him, he came back to me and said, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> if they said it, it must be true. <laughs> They told me a lot of good. They told me a lot of good. But it's like, you can't give me like 30 things and do all at once. You know right. what I mean? I'm slow. Like, you got to give me like two. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's hard. Let to me catch up. Me. Yeah, let me catch up. You yeah. know, baby steps, man. It was like, you need to do all this. Yeah. Just give me the top ones you want me to do. Yeah. yeah. And then we can get to those later. Like, yeah. just give me the top ones first and we can work on the list. And then, yeah, I left. I went to PI and they gave us, they were like, man, like the things he would tell me, you need to do this. You need to start stretching like this. You need, you know, you need to be have mobility in this. I need you to do this exercise, this stretch. I'm like, yo, X, bro. He's like, yeah. And I text him. It's like, not that I called you. And I was like, yeah, yo, X. Me. I was like, hey, yo, I got to tell you something. He's like, yo, what's up, bro? You know that shit you told me that I had to start doing? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you mean? You know all that stretching and, you know, how? because when, when I first started with him, he would tell me we had to build our foundation. Yeah. That Before we even got to lifting heavy, before we did anything, all these workouts that people are seeing us do now, we had to do like baby steps, you know, yeah. the foundation. And I was like, yeah, they were saying that to Jacare, so I guess you're right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll start listening. I, I bought a foam roller. Yeah. You know those really big ones? Mm-hmm. I've, I've been having it for like four or five years now. Never yeah. used it. 
Uh -huh. Now I'm using it all the time. Yeah. Now. You know what I mean? But yeah. like I said, it's it's definitely I've realized that. I, like I said, being it's maturity. Not, it's maturity. Yeah. It's a maturity part. Yeah. But then being 19, I'm not even doing a. At 19, I wasn't even doing like 10 percent of what I'm doing now. Yeah. Mm. And that's that's the crazy part. Yeah. Like, and it's like, and I know I have to do a lot more. But I'm like, man, look, like 19, like half the stuff I'm doing now physically, I couldn't do at 19. Yeah. And I was. I felt I was younger than you know what I mean. Like you feel like you'll have more. Right. I for sure have more energy than. Yeah. I'm saying I'm 23. And I'm like I never had to stretch at 19. Now yeah. I have to stretch. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm starting yeah. to see it. But I'm like, dude, at night I couldn't even do pull ups at 19. Yeah. But now you see me doing muscle ups, and it's like, all right, okay, cool, X. You you you, you might know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have you picking up papers with your toes? <laughs> yeah. You know what? No. I did have him hold a resistance band with his toe while yeah. he was squatting. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of those exercises that he said uh, that I saw you remember? The, the paper? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So going back to the training camps, mm -hmm. that was, I remember I told you I was, uh, we're going to come back to that. And the reason why I was, I was in break because you brought up Dominic Reyes right now. Uh, how, you said you left, what was it, Legends? Or the first your first camp? Uh, Universal Grappling. Universal thing. Grappling. So when you left there to go to Cobra Kai, um, we see that all the time, right? MMA fighters, elite camps, boom, boom, boom. What about these guys that are really loyal to their camp and they start talking shit? For example, TJ Dillashaw. Remember, you know, with the, uh, Uriah Faber? Okay. Right? He left that camp and that whole beef yeah. started because he left the camp. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot more personal yeah, stuff, that's more stuff in it, involved yeah, in it. But yeah. um, is there a kind of like a why'd you leave us kind of thing? Like, you know, we started you off here and then you left us for another camp. Now that you're bigger things. And I just said Dominic Reyes. But... Because he was Cobra Kai, and now he's training no, up. And no, so, okay. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, Dominic wasn't at Cobra Kai when I joined. Dominic was at Cage Combat, which is another gym up there. Okay. Um, um, He had a falling out with him. He ended up coming over to Cobra Kai. and But, like, by that point, I think I already had been at Cobra Kai for three, four years, you okay. know, at the time. And then now he's, you know, he's over. He, he came over there. Um, But and you can't discredit the fighters. It's, it's much, and I understand there's a lot more into it, and, and I don't know the TJ and his situation, but uh, you can't knock these fighters for doing what they feel like is best for your career. And the only thing I can tell you for my career, I had to make a lot of choices, and I had a lot of opportunities that I didn't take upon, but to me, I'd rather, with the team and the core group that I have now, I'd rather make it with these guys and we grow and we learn from these mistakes because I know through thick and thin, if I left today from this fight game, I know me and X would still go out and have a drink. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. and, that, and that's one of those things that, like, to me, loyalty and love and family mm -hmm. is bigger to me than this fight game, you know? Yeah. So, like I said, you can't knock these fighters for doing what's best for their career. Right. Now, um, TJ in his situation, he, he like he said, he felt like Dwayne Luckwick is what got him to where he is now. Mm -hmm. So he left with Dwayne Luckwick. I don't know the whole situation. Once again, I'm, I, I know I've been to Team Alpha Man. I know a couple of those guys. I, look, I don't know the whole situation. Don't yeah. want to know the whole situation. But if you can't knock the guy, he became world champ. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah. and, and he went with Dwayne Ludwig. Yeah. I'm not saying he would have not have been world champ with Alpha Male. But not trying to be mean, but you had your first world champ. And your first world champ was, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's TJ Dillashaw. And he even... He started his roots at there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but like I said, he went with Dwayne Ludwig. So, and he won his belt. So I can't. Yeah, it's like you up. said though. It's like you got to do what's best for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So you can't. So you can't knock that fighter for doing it. Yeah. It's, it is a matter of that loyalty, though. That sometimes it just gets a little like, damn, you know. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not judging anybody. That's just, and I'm not giving you my opinion on it. I was just stating the fact that you know, throwing it out there. But uh, 
uh, I don't know. I was just, it, yeah. it's a little bit of a beef, you know? Well, like I, yeah. I think a lot of people sometimes probably get, yeah, probably like too into their feelings and, and make it personal. Because that's one thing that I've told him from the beginning that, if he ever feels like, hey, you know what? I can work with another strength and conditioning. You know, I feel like he's going to help me get better. Mm-hmm. I mean, I told him, man, I'd never be mad. Like, yeah. you know, I, if you didn't take it, I'd be upset. You yeah. know? And I feel like everybody should should have that. Like, you need to take what's going to be best for you. And I think if you put, if you make things too personal, then that's when you're setting an anchor on yourself, your career. So, I mean, I think if anybody, if you get a better opportunity, you know, why not take it? Right. I mean, I'm vocal, and that's one thing you have to realize about me and my camps, and even with the people, I'm, I'm very vocal. I, I, was, I speak my mind, and I'm, I, I don't ever feel like I was ever disrespectful in a way if I said anything to any of my coaches, even, you know, the Xavier's. Like, if like if you expect a certain thing from me, I expect a certain thing back. Yeah. So if you know what I mean, if if, if you want the best out of me and you want me to give your best, then I, I want the best out of you when I coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and like I said, even before I got the X, I had a lot of strength and conditioning guys. And they could have been – and one of them, or I'm not going to say his name, is a bigger name than X. Mm-hmm. But it was to the point where are you doing what's best for me or is it you just doing what's – like you can just add me on to mm-hmm. a list. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, well, add I Add to him. like a stable Exactly. Whatever, yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's like – but then you can't you can't diss X and, and like – and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to put them all in the in group because I'm going to tell you how my coaches are. So you have Xavier right here. You have Joel, my boxing coach, and you have Joe Daddy Stevenson. Um, and the biggest things that I can tell you what these three guys did, they started from – they built a foundation with me and they grew with me. And they took their time and they were patient. Like, the things I'm doing right now, I swear, you don't understand how much irritation you can ask someone. They're like, Jamal, you're just so physically gifted. Mm-hmm. But if you really watch how it started with X, you'd have been like, dude, this is a professional fighter. Like, you know, and you would say that. Yeah. But it's like – but then you're like, and like, yeah, you know, these, my other coaches, they, they build a foundation. We're going to do this. We, we, like, even my boxing coach, he tells me, we can't do nothing until you learn how to do this, bro, because you yeah. suck. Like, mm-hmm. that's what my boxing coach tells me. He's yeah. very bold. Yeah, he yeah. is. Like, yeah. like you, you suck. Like, you hit like a girl. Like, yeah. I know uh, 55ers <laughs> that hit harder than you. That's how he was when I started with him. Yeah. And it was like, we got to start doing this. Same with X. Bro. You, yeah. Start doing this first. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and and same with Joe. We got to start doing this. We got to start doing these little things, right? Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so everyone took their time with me, which which I say a lot of people didn't do. And I take that into fact more than anything, you know? And, yeah. you know, all my coaches are constantly growing and trying new things. And they're getting out of their comfort zone. You know what I mean? And SX, every time I see something that's, like, cool that can add to his arsenal, hey, dude, mm-hmm. look at this personal Instagram doing this. You know what I mean? Or yeah. look at this coach work, this famous, like, he can be, you know, I always send him that or my boxing coach, you know what I mean? I'm be like, and also I have a Muay Thai guy, which is uh, Ryan Spink, and I started doing Muay Thai with him. And it's the same thing. We work, like, you know, so when I started doing my Muay Thai, and everybody's like, dude, Jamal got strong kicks, he's doing this. And it's like, no, well, he was a guy, like, these guys really sat down, built a structure for me, yeah. a plan, and we worked on it. So now people are seeing the fruits of my labor, but it's like these guys actually took time out of their lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, you know, they could have been doing a lot of other things. You know what I mean? And it's like, we're going to do this. Like, he'll text me like, dude, I got, I was working on a plan, blah, blah, blah. He'll text me on like a Saturday. This is Saturday, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> like go hang out with you. Like, go, go, go hang out with you. So, oh, yeah, I, I'm doing that too, but I'm, building, I'm writing your plan. And it's like, you can't beat that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like he tells me, I'm growing. I'm mm-hmm. growing. 
And I'm telling them the same thing. I'm getting better. I'm growing. My boxing coach. Yeah. Hey, I want to try this combo. You know what I mean? I think now you're at the level to start doing this now. Okay, let's do a couple. You know what I mean? But it's like we're growing. Just like I'm growing, they're growing with me. Yeah. But they've been patient. And that's one of the things is they didn't force me to do like a lot of coaches and people tried to do in the beginning of my career. Just do this, do this, do yeah. this. It was just like they broke it down. Like, hey, we have to do this because you need to be able to do this. And so once you're able to do this, then we can be able to do all this other stuff. You see, yeah. it's like, man, you can't beat that. That's why I told him he ain't. He's not leaving. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not. It's not. I'm not going to switch mm-hmm. guys. And like I said, that a famous coach, and I'm not going to speak of his name. And but it's one of those things. Is now we have I have people by my side that's going to be with me through thick and thin. You yeah. know, we're going to grow together. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying I'm the best. But it's like, hey, man, I, I'd rather take. Slow and steady, and make it to the top. You know yeah. what I mean. And, and having the right people, the right people by my side, mm-hmm. then run up like I, I, you know, run up to the top, and then I'm missing a few steps. I'm missing a few keys. Mm-hmm. A lot of these fighters, you see, they, you know, and they they make it to the top, and you start seeing holes in their game. Yeah, I don't want a hole in my game, and that's why I'm glad. You know, God maybe put me in certain situations, certain people that's going to help me grow and be ready for when I get that UFC call. So, yeah. so I said I like it. There you I go. I like it that way. And coach, uh, coach, do, how is it? Do you how do you manage your time with him, as far as uh, working? Do you actually work with the other uh, his other coaches, Joe and and uh, and Joel? Um, do you guys work around each other's schedules, or is it just is that something that you do? You work your own schedule and you you set it up with these guys. Me, it's more yeah. so me. Yeah. It's more so me, and uh, and and that's what I'm very vocal with everybody. Mm-hmm. So if if. Like, if let's say X, like, I can't make this time, I have to do this, but it's like, I can't because the way I plan my camps and my training is I train here, you can get the best out of me here. I get a few hours of rest, I can train here, I get a few hours of rest, you know, eat whatever, sleep, take a rest, and I can be here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even if my, my bad, like, if my boxing coach says, I can't make it here, but I can make this time. I can't do because I got to be with X. I got to be with Joe. This, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I got to, yeah. I got to be this person, this person, this time. So, and that's where my and then like it's crazy because when we all come together, like at the end, like when we come into the camp, we have everything locked and loaded because everyone's doing their parts and every and that's the thing is, he's respectful enough to be like, hey, I get where your training is. Okay, I see because because he got to see it and that's why I say it was mm. easier for me. The he, you know, from outside looking in, it's like, dude, the hell. But when you start to see, you're like, oh, damn. Yeah. Like, he's putting in some work. Like, and, yeah. and, and I'm trying to get, okay. And that's why he said he's transitioning because he's already getting this right here. So let me work on this body movement or this body part that I don't even see. He feel like doing this, you know, and say yeah. to my boxing coaches, well, I need you to start, you know. And, and it works out. Like, it's weird. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, yeah. Like, it just, like. It's kind of like they're just plugging holes. Yeah. But it fits yeah. though. You're not forcing it. That's the thing. You're yeah, like yeah. you're not. We're not forcing anything, right? And that's the difference between me being, you know, eighteen, nineteen year old, you know, fighting, and to now is like, I've gotten better at time management and training. Now I know, how to, like you said, plug these holes better. I know where this works. Um, I want to improve here. I, okay, I got to do this. I got to do this, and I'm not. I'm getting better at this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it seems like everything's coming together in, in my life right now. I'm not forcing anything. It just seems like it's, it's coming more natural. My training is coming more natural. You know, training partners, training sessions, everything is more natural because I took control and I had to be vocal. You know what I mean? And no one thinks it better than this. Like I have, I have a, you know, like I have a coach be like, right, we're gonna pull from this because you said you had a hard, you have a training session with X tomorrow. All right, cool. Well, we'll we'll pull down the, you know, the intensity yeah. so you pick it up for him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, when we start getting to the end of my camp. 
He's like, dude, you already got all the conditioning from me. We're just gonna work on mobility. Yeah. So we're gonna pull ours so you can pick it up back. You know what I mean? So it's like right, it's yeah. weird. Like we always plug it into where I see it. Like we need the most. Just a team. Exactly. Yeah. We just all work as a team. So I mean, yeah. it just no one really not, and we're like not discrediting anyone either. You yeah. Know, like it's not like all oh, like fuck Joel. Like no. Nah, yeah, not, X isn't doing his job over yeah. here, and you know, yeah. So it's like. So when I know, you know, it's, and I think it's everyone just understanding, you know, our roles in the bigger picture. Yeah. Yeah. And then on top of that, um, I mean, I really, I got to work alongside Joel and, and Jamal together. So, and that, it helped me to definitely, you know, getting a personal relationship with Joel Mm -hmm. definitely helped all of us understand each other. Yeah. So it's more like, like, no one thinks they're better than each other. That's why it works easy. Yeah. When you're in camp. Do you take on other people? No. I, I, actually, that's the thing that I told him. That I told him, I go, even when you make it to the UFC now, like, I don't... I have... I honestly have no interest in training fighters. I really don't. Mm. Like, to me, it's... It, there's not much coaching that needs to go on. Like, when we're working together, I don't need to tell him anything. I mean, if, if I told him, if I blended a shoe and said, hey, this is going to take you to the UFC, no holds in your game, he'd drink it. It's just because... Yeah, There's, he doesn't need any any more motivation than that. So for me, what really helps me is that is this emotion. Like like you said, like if you know, I mean, you know, knock on wood. But I mean, if we had to go somewhere else, like if let's just say things didn't work out, him and I will still keep this relationship. Yeah. Him and I was, you know, still be brothers no matter what. So for me, like I don't, it's not like I have no interest in training fighters or anything. It's just, you know what, like because when. I mean, when I was going through stuff, he helped me, you know, and he pretty much gave me an opportunities. You know, I had, I had, he was my very first personal training client. I had never had any, oh, wow. yeah, anyone before. Yeah. How long, how long have you guys been working together? Two years. Yeah. Two it might years, be two huh? years. Yeah. yeah. So he came up to me and told me, he's like, hey, like, like he said, like, I've worked with a famous trainer before. I can get this and this, but you know, like I'm pre- pretty much said, like, I'm giving you a shot, like. We did one, I think we did, what, one workout session. Came up to me after and was like, if this is going to be your best, you got to step it up or I got to find a new coach. You know, so I was like, Vocal. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, at yeah. that point, I, I was like, like I probably said it yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. So I was like, okay. So pretty much from then, you know, I, you know, it's it's just growing, but it hasn't been to to train fighters. It's been, you know, how, how can I help them get there? And that's, yeah. that's pretty much been it. So. And then even then, when he's in camp, I've told him I try to keep, you know, a lot of the stuff private. Like, maybe in the off-season when we're working, I'll post them on Instagram or something. But yeah. when he's in camp, I tell him I try to keep it as discreet and as low profile as possible. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't want information out there. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. So, where did you guys meet? Sorry. Where did you guys meet uh, two years ago? Oh, so, uh, I, so once again, I'm, I'm coming back in the game, like, you know, fighting again. Well, I was always training, but now, like, like I said, all the strength and conditioning guys that did, well, except the first one I was telling you about, the big one, but after a yeah. while, just, like, everyone's just like, oh, we got so-and-so. I'm one of the youngest ever California state champions of in, uh, for MMA, and I uh, won the California state championships in 2015. Nice. Yeah. And I won it at 20. Uh, uh, I won it 17 days after turning uh, 20, you know? And yeah. So then, I, like I said, I, I was, that's what mostly everyone used. So then after, I was like, man, I have to get a good strength and conditioning program. Because, you know, I've been in a lot of camps. You know, I've been to Drake Jackson with John Jones and everybody there. I've been, I stayed at Cowboys Place. I've been in a lot of places. So Damn. you're starting to realize what these top-level guys are doing. And then I'm starting looking at guys at my level. I'm like, bro, I got to get a head start. I got to, you know, I got to get this under control. Yeah. I'm telling you, like, with him, he's the most consistent I've been with. Uh, 
One is because I uh, probably don't like a lot of people. And and two, like, <laughs> no, I don't. And number two is because, like, I, I love this. Yeah. And, and I want this to work. So if you can't give me that same commitment love back, you know what I mean? It kind of yeah. works out. So I'm coming back, and I post, like, on Instagram, Facebook, hey, guys, do you know a strength and conditioning guy? You know, I'm trying to get back. I'm getting back in fighting. Yeah. Please send me, you know, send me everyone you guys know. And what happened was the person I used to train there as well was Dominique. And she messages, and she's like, hey, I have two people. I have this guy and this guy, which is actually two trainers that's at uh, QFit. Mm -hmm. So then she was like, message this person. Uh, message one or the other. I don't know why I messaged him. Don't, like, you know how everybody's like, God told me to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why. His I name was better. That's yeah. all. <laughs> Xavier. <laughs> like, I don't know why I yeah. picked his name. You yeah. know what I mean? And then, like, but, sh you know, and I was just like, uh, so I'm sitting there for, like, I think for, like, two, three days. I was like, all right, I got to, you know, let's, you know, because I finally had time because I think I was busy. So I was like, you know, I messaged him. And I, and I had, you know, and uh, I was like, hey, man, uh, you know, Dominique told me about you and, you know, I just want to, you know, can we sit down and talk? And and I, I was a dick the first time you met. I'm not gonna lie to you, but uh, <laughs> I, I think I, I think this how the conversation went. It was like, hey, uh, <laughs> it's like, look, I, I'm and I and I told him, well, because he asked me like, what are you looking for in a coach? Yeah. And I told him the first thing is I, I want commitment, and two, I hate when people are on their phones when I'm training, because I'll do a workout and then no, swear, yeah, I'll be waiting for him to finish that text. <laughs> you, and I'm like, yeah. dude, like, when's the next workout? Oh, if I'm done with the workout, I'm like, let's keep it going, you know. So, and I was like, and I had to tell him, I was like, look, dude, like, I used to be one of the biggest amateurs out there. I took time off. I'm getting my career back. We need to, get, we need to get to work. Yeah. Like, I'm ready to work, you know. And if you're not ready to work, like, and, and that wasn't me trying to be a dick. I was like, dude, if you're not ready to work, just let me know because I'm trying to put in some work and I'm, I have to, mm -hmm. I got to make up for a year and a half. Yeah. Of, you know what I mean? From being off. So I was like, dude, and, and even then, people were like, dude, a year and a half, you're 23. How much fighting have you done? Yeah, I did a lot of fighting because I have 18 fights now. Yeah. You, like, Damn. That's a lot of fighting. You know what yeah, I mean? So, it's like, so you realize I had a lot of fights. So it was just like, oh, I'm trying to make up for a year and a half off. So we need to work. I'm trying to do this. I want to be here. This is where I was. This is where I want to be. Yeah. These are the people I know. These are people I train with. This is what, like, and it was just like, he looked at me. He was like, I, I think probably he was like, bullshit. You can do all that. Like, but it was like, but I think eventually he was like, oh shit, like you hard. Yeah. yeah. Did you have to Google him? You know what? It wasn't until um, <laughs> I went over to Cobra Kai with him for a little bit. Yeah. And uh, so, ironically, I never put two and two together. I never asked him where he trained out of. The moment I put two and two together is because my niece, Serena, she trains at Cobra Kai. Okay. She would always, my sister would always say, yeah, Joe Daddy. And I was like, I mean, I wasn't big in the fight scene. You know? Yeah. I mean, they only just knew top boxers. McGregor. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. So then um, my, I think we, we posted a picture. So I, I, after a while, like, he told me about some names, right? And then uh, I, I knew Rampage, and he told me about that. Right. And I was like, I was like, all right. So, I mean, I was just kind of like, mm, maybe, maybe it's just like, over exaggerating, you know. <laughs> so I, I, that's just kind of the way I took it. Yeah. And then, mind you, I'm probably I was a few months in the training, so I had just I was pr I was pretty fresh on the scene. And then, um, so I didn't really think much of it. And then uh, we posted a I think we posted a picture one time after a workout. And uh, my sister came up to me. She's like, "Hey, I know that guy." And I was like, "How do you know him?" And she's like, "Oh, um, he I think he trains over at my gym." Yeah. And then I started putting two and two together. 
And then one time I took my niece to practice and I seen him leaving out of the parking lot. And then I see Joe and then I was like, Joe, dad, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, so he is telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and then it all started, all the pieces started to come together. But yeah, yeah, it was pretty, I remember, I remember that first conversation we had. We were sitting, because when you walk into the gym, there, there's a couch and we we're sitting down. He's sitting like this and I'm right here and we're talking. And mind you, I'm, so Dominique told me that he had, uh, he was rehabbing. I think it was a knee injury, right? Yeah. yeah hey, shout injury. out to Dominique because yeah, she's absolutely. a she's a real MVP. She is. Yeah. And you have a beautiful daughter. Just want to put that out there. <laughs> there you go. Just want to put that out nice. there. He's <laughs> <laughs> got weddings coming up. That's <laughs> <what>. next, <laughs> next question. <laughs> so, uh, I remember we're, we're we're talking, and uh, he starts telling me he was pretty pretty straightforward, very vocal. Just told me like, "Hey, this is what I this is what I'm expecting." And at that point, I was pretty intimidated because I was like, damn, like I've never and I, I have only done bodybuilding training at that point. So I was like, yeah. damn, like I, I don't really know. So I started Googling some stuff. I started figuring out like I was Googling like Conor McGregor workouts and stuff. Yeah. I mean, basically in the beginning, I never told him. I think until now, this would be the first time I ever told you. Yeah. Probably the first month that we trained, I put him through a whole bunch of bullshit that <laughs> I, I had no idea. <laughs> I, I just put him through it because I figured if this guy's doing it, it must work. So I, was, I just put him through it. But um, I ended up uh, working at Cobra Kai with him. And then from at, at that point, I really started to, I, I had to really sit down with myself and I asked myself, I was like, damn, like what, what do I really want out of this? You know, cause I had to really ask myself if, you know, if, if I really value this friendship, then mm. I think, I think I owe him the respect to ask myself that and figure, am I helping him or am I holding him back? Yeah. So I was like, you know what, if, if he can put all his chips in this fight game and say, Hey, you know what? I'm going for it. You know, well, why can't I help him do that? So yeah. That's when I really started to dive in, and I think it was like one day, just woke up. Um, I started like, I mean, I was like hours. I think uh, my girlfriend t- took in my son. They, uh, shout out to Kayla and Aries, man. They they they've helped me a lot through this. But they left. I think she went to her mom's house, and uh, I spent that time, and I just started reading. I just spent like three, four hours, and then by the time I dissected it and I put it away, I woke up the next morning, reviewed my notes, and I was like, okay. Okay, I got this. Yeah. And then uh, after that, man, it was just it just been getting off better. to the races. I mean, and it must be working because he kicked someone in the head. And I mean, hey. <laughs> <laughs> nice. you're able to get your foot all the way up yeah. there. <laughs> I couldn't before. I yeah. <laughs> 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 He's not playing about that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jamal, what what keeps you going? Uh, I don't know. I'm probably crazy as hell. You know what I mean? But it's just like I've always had big dreams. You know. Yeah. And, and even when I was young, man, and, and growing up and the way I grew up and the things that I've seen, it, I, I was like, man, that just can't be me. Like, yeah. that, that just can't mm-hmm. be enough, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying I'm perfect by all means. Well, I'm sitting up here talking to you guys and, you know, trying to sound like why I am in my career, why I'm in my life. By all means, I have a lot of demons that and things I can't ever take back, but it comes to the point where it was, ah, man, I don't know. When I was a kid, though, of everything that I've seen and grew up, I was like, man, I don't want this to be my life. Yeah, I don't want this to be my life. Yeah. I don't want this to be my life. You know, and, and you know when you're a kid, you don't know what you want to do. You know, you, I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a doctor. I want to be mm-hmm. a policeman. You know, you say a bunch of things, and 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 honestly, it was like I couldn't tell you. You know, and and definitely now is it's and it's crazy because we we're talking about the, today. You know, he had, and um, it's it's personal. 
this fight game, it, it, everything right now, because in the beginning of my career, it was always proving to people wrong that I can be the best. I can be one of the top guys. I'm a threat at the sport. And it was, it was always something that kept me motivated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I got so-and-so talk trash. All right, I'm, I'm going to fuck you up. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Or you, you, you can't win the state championship. Fuck you. Yes, I can. You yeah. Know? It was always something to prove because you know where I'm from, you know, you always got to prove yourself every single day. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And you get tested every day. So the way I grew up is kind of what I took into the sport, you know? And yeah. I remember Joe told me, he was like, man, he told me when you start doing it for you, you're going to be great. He said, but for now, you're going to be, you, you're all right. Yeah. Ba ba well, Joe's a lot nicer. Joe's like, well, Jamal. I'm going to tell you. You know, and yeah. he's like, you should start. The head movement like, and yeah, all, like, too. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, should, you should do it because you love it for yourself, you know. And uh, I feel like you're going to get you're gonna get tired of things that you don't want to, you know, you're going to get tired of proving people wrong, and it's not going to be fun anymore. Yeah. You should start doing it for you. And, you're, you're, and it's like, shut up. Like, <laughs> but then, like, you, but, but like, as I said, it's like, like you said, you mature, you get older. Yeah. And you know, when I took that year and a half off from the fight game and, uh, like you said, I took my first loss ever and it was, whoa, like I remember coming back. Like, Good, Rancino. Yeah, man, it was crazy, man. And definitely, I think the one of the haters, like when people disrespected me, like guys that I used to beat up, like, oh, Jamal's done, he sucks. Yeah. I'll come back into the gym, beat him up, Think it'll make me feel better? No, I was no. still depressed and sad that I lost. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, like I said, that year and a half was a lot of soul searching, digging deep. Man, why did I start this? Why did I do this? And I had to come back to the boys. Man, I love this. Like, mm -hmm. this is all I know how to do. You know what I mean? If I know how to do anything better, I know how to fight. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm a fighter. So, it's like, it took a lot. Like you said, it, it came to the point where when I took that time off and I came back. And that's why I think I was so aggressive towards Xavier is because I'm doing it for me now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the goals I have and... The things I want to achieve now is personal. It's not. It's not. I gotta prove you wrong, bro, because you don't think I'm good enough. Yeah. yeah. And then on top of that, I think Dominique said, "Hey, I have this kid, this kid." Mm. And then this big ass guy comes walking into the gym. I was like, "That's no kid." <laughs> <laughs> I was I like, "Who is this?" What I gave me at twenty one. You know, like I, mean, yeah. I, mean, I was twenty one. You know, and it that's a, that's a, you know what I mean. And it's one of the things. Like now, it's it's personal. Yeah. Everything is personal now. It's Wait. no no hard feelings anybody. No yeah. hard feelings anybody that fight. And they just know everything now is personal. It's, yeah. it's for me. It's for me now. Before, it was always proving people wrong. You know, a lot of people have, uh, when they use that motivation, they, they use a muse. You know, for example, Israel here loves his, you know, his kid, like we all do, right? I, mean, I love my kid, mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. He uses him as his muse. That's what, he, that's what he talks about, right? He refers to him as his muse. Whatever he does, it's around because of this, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what I think his question was, too. Like, is there a muse? Is someone in your life like that? Like, for example, Cowboy Cerrone, right? He used to go out there and love to fight. He just go out there and kick his, kick people's ass, take a loss, and then go back and fight again in two weeks or three weeks or a month. Mm. Now yeah. he's got a now he's got a son, yeah. and yeah, and he and he's a whole different guy now. It's no, so he's a whole to, different fighter. Yeah, to that, it, it, like I said, it's dude. I got my mom, man, and as if anybody knows, my mom's like that's man. Without her, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, like I said, growing up, for me, like, I didn't have father figures. Like, people think, like, when they see me now, how I am with people, how I am with, you know, I don't treat people bad. I treat them right. I try, like, and it, man, I grew up with people, like, you didn't want to be like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the only thing I was, you know what I mean? Like, you grow up, like, I grew up in Manchester and Broadway. You know what I mean? And I moved to Victorville. But it's like, all my family, not all of them, but you know what I mean? Like, either there's some punk-ass people, and I don't care if they say it or not. Or, yeah. 
or like gangbangers selling drugs. You know what I mean? And like, I mean, I was six years old when I seen my cousin shoot the cops on top of the roof. You know what I mean? But like, it's things that I've seen growing up. It's like, you know, I I seen a dude bang, boo boo boo, and then get shot, and next thing you know, God is good. God (laughs) is good. You know what I mean? And you so you see that, and it's like. I had people coming, and I had the, and like I said, the four most important people, like it's my mother, and I'm not putting them in any order, I'm just, because each one of them did something for me that I really needed. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I'm not gonna say she's number one by all means. Like, um, Xavier, you know, my mom, Xavier, Joe, Joel, um, Jason Glaza, and, and Francisco Davila. These guys came into my life where I was lost at one point in time in my life, and I was gone, you know, and all this built-up anger and the way I grew up, and like I said, I didn't have the perfect household. So when I grew up, all this, I, I snapped, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I snapped. I went out of my damn mind, you know? I was doing a bunch of crazy stuff. So these people, and, and I think, came into my life at a certain point, even actually, like, I was going through some, I was just getting over the, you know, things at that point, but, mm-hmm. like, I got. I was going through some things. I lost my mind. I was angry as hell. I was too. I wanted to fight everybody, which I was. You know, I started hanging out with the wrong people. We started yeah. doing a bunch of crazy things, but it was got to the point where now, and like I said, I am doing it for myself. But now, when I look at, it, I'm like, man, Joe, man, like Joe, you don't bring no 17, 18 year old kid and give him a room in your place and feed him three meals a day. And I used to not even go to this place all the time. Yeah. I used to be out doing in the streets, doing stupid stuff. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Like, Joe brought me into his house. Like, what man brings, like, a 17, 18-year-old kid and like, give him a place to stay in his yeah, house, yeah. you know what I mean? And So it's guys like that that they had certain pieces that I needed f- for me to yeah. be who I am now. You yeah. know what I mean? Each person had a piece of the puzzle. Like mm-hmm. I said, nothing is forced right now. So, um, like, my mother, you know, um, Joel, my boxing coach, Joe Daddy Stevenson, you know, X right here. It's like, man, you guys are you guys putting all this damn time into me. Yeah. For me to have a chance to make it, man, let's get this shit going. You yeah. know what I mean? But it, it doesn't work if you don't believe in yourself, you know? And mm-hmm. and that's a lot of the difference I had growing up. I didn't have a lot of confidence, you know what I mean? I, I, was all, I did everything out of anger. That's not confidence, you know? So yeah. I have these people in my corner telling me the right things finally. Like, I had a lot of bad people. I had an ex-girlfriend used to say shit to me that was fucked up, you know, and break yeah. me down even more. So when you finally get good people in your corner and it's like, I always preach to people and I have a kid named Rashad that's, you know, that looks up to me and I always tell them, dude, the people in your corner, you need them. Like, and I tell them very few people that actually love you in this world. So you got to make sure you, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like every single day when I get up, I love what I do, yeah. but I know it's, this is a team. It's a team who got me here. So let's get this shit going. You know? So when I, when I coming in his, I might be tired and so, but it's like, bro, this man is putting hours, putting like you said, hours in this thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even when he uh, when he doesn't have to, you know what I mean? He's putting hours in on his own, um, looking up things, studying things, getting different certificates. You know, but he's like, he told me today, want to get another damn certificate because, and I want to make you do some more stupid stuff. But, <laughs> but like, it's things like that. Audience you know, said word for word. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and it's like. And then you get Joel, my boxing coach. Oh, we're going to work on this, blah, blah, blah. He's getting me sparring with these pro boxers, these top pro heavyweight boxers out there. You got Joe. Oh, come over here. I want you to train over here with, you know, at Greg Jackson out in New Mexico. I want you to train at Team Rain here. I want you to train here. I want you to train at Team Quest. It's like, man, and then my mom, always in my ear, son, you're a diamond in the rub. Son, I love you, son. You're going to be great. You were here for something great. Look what you're doing. Yeah. Man, I come in here. It's like now I have all these people investing into me. Mm -hmm. Man, let me do what I have to do, man. Let's stop fucking around. You know, and and, and that's one of the things I got to at the Bellator was like, hey, let's stop. Before, like I said, it was always proving something to people. Now it's like, 
I'm doing this shit for me. Yeah. yeah. And now when I have all these people, like, like I tell you, my my team is good. We're straight. I don't. There's no, there's no loose ends anywhere. Like everyone's full blown into this fighting game, trying to make it. So it's like, man, let's let's go get it, you know. And and, and like I said, I have a few family members too, but. When you got a team like that that's pushing you like full force, yeah, you get to the point where like you're like I feel unstoppable. Not because yeah. that I can't lose, because obviously you've seen that I've lost, but I feel unstoppable because like when you got love like that back you in the corner and pushing you, man, you man, I can take on the whole damn world right now because yeah. that's because I have that love pushing you know with me. So like yeah. you said, it's but like it, it, but it had to become for me man because it was always it was always out of anger or spite like I, well, I wanted to do certain things like you said, you know I don't know if you know but like you know you grow up you always got to prove something to people like yeah. man I used to fight all the time you ask my family, I used to fight all the time as a kid so it's like I'll beat this dude up and then next week he's like bro I want to run it back <laughs> like, I just beat you up and he yeah. had a fight to do you know? yeah. hey, you're a punk you're a punk alright dude let's do it so yeah. it's like I grew up a certain way you know what I mean so and I grew up, like, so it just kind of got to the point where it was like, damn, man. It, it actually feels good now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, like, stress-free. Even though I'm fighting a tough guy now, and it's different from Bellator. And even then, not because it's Bellator, FFC is real big on CBS Sports. It's like now, it's like, I'm, I enjoy this now. It's like, yeah. yeah, let's, you're scary, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Hell yeah, let's do this now. Like, yeah. I'm enjoying a lot of life now. And that's, but I'm, but that, that's what I said. I have these guys who are there more than just, than just uh, how should I say it? Just coaches, or yeah, you, you know what I mean. They were here for, like, they here for the long run. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, like I said, man, this is this is deeper than than fighting ever could be. Yeah. you know what I mean. No, it, it definitely is. I think I think it's important also to to say that that the reason why you're stress free is because you got rid of all the negativity around yeah. you and yeah. you surrounded yourself with positivity, and mm -hmm. that's also what's going to make you great. You know, right? You, yeah, you surround yourself with successful people and motivating yep. people. You're gonna be successful. Yeah, everybody gave me shit. Like I'm talking about friends. Like, oh, you ain't this no more. You yeah. this. You a punk now. You a pussy. This. You in Hollywood. You know. You all this. Like you hanging out with those white people. And I was like, bro. Like I'm. I must have forgot what I what. Like I did that for you, bro. Like y'all yeah. y'all gonna do me like that? Like, yep. but like I said, it, it got like I said, I used to hold that so to like to my heart. I used to hold that a lot. So that was just like mm, I don't care. Hey, oh, so yo, ex, what we doing tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I let a lot of stuff go, you know, even friends, I had to cut friends off and I love them, don't get me wrong, but I had to cut friends off because it was like, man, what are you really doing in my life, man? All you really doing, we're just, part you, all you want to do is party, man. Yeah. I want to, I'm tired of partying broke, you know what I mean? Let's yeah. party with some money, but not, but even then, when I make money, I don't want to party, but it's like, damn, dude, you, you happy with going with a hundred dollars out, huh? Nah, I don't like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that's just, you know, and, and I had friends who got mad at me, talked shit about me, social media, all that, because I stopped hanging out with them, but it was like, dude, we're trying to get this. And if you're if you're not on this right here, dude, yep. I can't deal with you. Yeah, sorry. That's what they it. say. Show me, show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. Right? Yeah. yeah that's so true. Very true. You told me that like a couple years ago. I wouldn't have listened though. So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's that whole maturity thing yeah, again. Yeah, you yeah, know, like, like, but, but that's yet. good, man. Keep your your circle small and tight. Yeah, it's very you small, I mean? and, and it's crazy. It's getting smaller. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, it is crazy because I'm, I'm telling him, my mom, I'm telling my coaches. And it was just like, it's just keep getting smaller because some somebody, it's just like now everyone's like slowly but surely exposing themselves. Yeah. And yeah. their true intentions, you know? So it's just yeah. like. That'll happen. Yeah. I think the other day I just went off on somebody. Well, not even go off on somebody. I was just like, you didn't fuck with me like a year yeah. ago. Like, don't fuck yeah. with me now. Yeah. And then I told him, he was laughing. I was like, dude, like, <laughs> I should have told her. I, was, I told this person, I was like, look, I don't know what the fuck you're doing because 
you didn't fuck with me then, but now since I'm getting my name back out there again, now my name is yeah. buzzing again. Yeah. But like we never talked. You never said hi to me. Never. Yeah, right. Never. never. You never. You don't even say hi. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Not even a wave. Like you don't. I, I, once, first of all, when I go to the gym, I keep headphones in so no one talks to me. Yeah. That's how small my circle is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't like not no offense to people, just yeah, no, I get it. just want to stick to myself. Mm -hmm. But then it's like this person never talked to me, never said hi, hey, good job, but none of that. Yeah. Now my name's back out there again. I'm doing good again. All like, of I'm a sudden. two fight win streak, and it's like, hey, how you? Hey, we're, we're gonna come to your next fight. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> yeah. like, it's it's, it's I, so true. I, I hope it's, that person sees this interview too. Yeah, <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> they will. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. That's it's just cool. How, That's it's cool. Just how it is. Right yeah. on. Well, I'll tell you what, man. It, to to me, it, you're in you're in the right direction. Oh, I'm definitely. finally yeah. in the right direction. No, That's I'm good. Finally, like yeah. I that last loss, I needed that. That's. Like I think that last song has finally helped me get the pieces. Like my foundation is good now. Yeah. You know I mean, now we're building off a good foundation. It's not rocky anymore. Yeah. You know, that, it's not rocky. That's good that you can see it that way. That even though it's a loss, it's not a loss. Yeah. You get me? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. I don't reflect on myself. You know, no, like, yeah, hey, man, what are you doing? Like, what yeah. are you doing with your life? Like, yeah. what, what is this? Is this what you want to do, bro? You got to step it up. Why did this happen? And that's why I said I, this. This eight months out of the what, eight nine months now out of the big show has kind of made me kind of get my life together and like okay you can't hang out with that person because that person's doing this you know you can't hang out with that person all that person's doing this what does this person know I mean all that person really ever just wants to do this you know what I mean so dang all this dude wants to do is chase girls man no I can't do that but yeah. then like when I start getting around people that that's motivated like you said get around some motivated mm -hmm. people that want to make make something happen and I told X from the beginning I said like, when I'm done. I'll, if, if my name, I don't care what you have to do, use with my name or whatever. If it gets you a million dollar facility, then you go ahead and use it. You know what I mean? Get what yeah. you can. You know what I mean? And, and and even then, it's like everyone is doing great right now. Everyone's motivated. You know? And like I tell me, I'm your your fitness, man. I'm just a little. I'm a little, little. You know, pebble inside the mm. whole process. But like yeah. I said, I'm glad I can be part of your journey. Yeah. So you can accomplish what you want to do in life. You know what I mean? Just like he's helping me give a mind. It's like, even I'm doing a little bit, you know, I'm not the main focus. It's those, those girls and ladies that you train, you know, those are the, that's helping you get to where, you know, where you want to be, where you need to be. I'm just, I'm just a little piece in the puzzle. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm, I'm just a person in the path that's helping you maybe get there faster. I don't know. You know what I mean? But it's like, I'm glad I can help you part of this journey, you know? And, same thing with my boxing coach and Joe. They're like, I'm just glad to be a part of this journey with you. And, yeah. and that's the thing. You don't really meet too many people that's like, hey, through thinking in, let's get through this. Let's 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 figure out how we're going to do this and let's make it happen. You know, so yeah. now with the people that I have now, I'm confident. I don't, I don't even, I don't have to look twice no more. Yeah. Like, I know, like, if I swing, I know they're swinging with me. You know what I mean? Kind of right. like that. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And, and they're your, and, and, they're and, your perfect puzzle piece. Yeah. And if I fall, <coughs> like, I know they're going to catch me. And it's no, yeah. it's no intentions. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't love you with intentions. You know what I mean? It's just right. like, I just love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you said, you don't meet too many people like that, you know? So, yeah. and like I said, me, the way I grew up and the things I've seen, it's like, man, that, you don't understand how much that means more to me than all of this. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like you said, all this disloyal, switching camps, all this, blah, blah, blah. That's cool. But let me tell you something, bro. When when it comes, like I said, when, when I make it to the top, two, three years later, after I'm done fighting, they're going to remember me. So it's like, but I know these guys will still be there, and I know I can go out and be like, hey, let's go get a drink, or let's hang out, or let's do this. You yeah. know what I mean? So to me, that that relationship is more important to me than than this fight game. You know what I mean? Well, it adds on to it. You know, yeah, it, yeah. it adds on to it to do it to people that that you love and that love you. You know what I mean? That's what makes this. Like you said, when I get up every day, 
I'm happy and I'm clear minded now because I got love around me now. So yeah, it's like, yeah. bro, let's let's get this, you know. Oh, yeah. And that's why I feel not say unstoppable now, but now I feel like you 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 about to fight. You about to, you about to you know you better be ready to fight this yeah. time because now is so much more now. You know what I mean? And I'm more focused. Like you said, I got everything out of my mind. Everything's gone. And I can put 100 percent focus into this. So let's get yeah. to work, man. And Let's see what happens, you know, and and I tell him, man, I'd rather try and know it didn't work than to never try and know yeah. it didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. But so far, I'm doing pretty good, you know what I yeah. mean? And, and, and that's why I say I'm blessed to do what I'm doing. I'm only 23, and most most guys in the game in the UFC are 30. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, hey, man, if I'm 23 and I'm knocking on the door, yeah, yeah. Hey, I mean, I can't wait to see where I'm at at 27, 28 well, years for old. For sure. Right? Right. You I know, mean, so. yeah, just like being at 23 years old and, and talking about the puzzle, it's like your life, life is like a puzzle and it seems like all your puzzle, your pieces are put together. Right? It's so, a lot of work to do. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And even then, I got a good manager now, you know, and, and shout out to Gilberto. Like, I love Gilberto, man. And I'm going to tell you what makes Gilberto good is because when he represents you, it's more than just. And that's one of the biggest things I took when the management was, yeah, it's money. Business is business. But, like, Gilberto is more than business. It's family. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I can, hey, bro, my mom's throwing a barbecue. Come over. Hey, Jamal, come over. My mom's throwing a barbecue. You know what I mean? Hey, yeah. hey, hey, coach, come over here. You know, hey, hey, Joel, hey, Joel, come over here. We're doing this. Hey, Jamal, come over here. We're doing this. It's like it's a family thing. It's way past this. You know what I mean? And so when I see Gilberto, it's like it's love, like it's genuine love. You can't fake love because I know fake love. You mm-hmm. know, I grew up with that my whole life. Yeah. But I know like real love. You know what I mean? And so it's like, dude, this is like it's weird, but like, and I'm not gonna lie, it's still weird me out, like, cause like I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right, you, 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 my homie. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's weird to me. Like, and and I even tell him like it's it's weird, but like I try to I try to get accustomed to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's weird, you know, when you're like, oh, it's like, all right. I'm not used to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it's weird. He asked, like, people cry in front of me. I'm like, oh, how do I react? <laughs> like, do I cry with you? Yeah, like, yeah. I'll fake, I'll, I can fake cry. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's why I said it, and, and that's why I said I had good people around me who, yeah. who helped me become who you see today and what people see now. They're like, oh, he's successful. He's doing this, man. But you, you had guys like this and a couple other people in my corner that was just like, stay on it, stay on it. Yeah. We're to do this, we're to do this, and. Like you said, life is crazy. It's for sure. But I feel like I finally feel like you know you can fake it. You can fake the funk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've been faking it for twenty two years. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've been faking it for twenty two years. But I can't. I'm not faking it now. It just seems yeah. everything's natural. You know what I mean? Like I'm That's not good. faking anything in my life right now. I'm not, and not saying faking as being a fake person, but like forcing things. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Like right. making shit look like it's glitter. You know, glitter and gold, yeah. but it's not. You know right. what I mean? It's, it, it wasn't, you know. So now, since I'm not forcing things and life is coming more natural, I'm more happier. Things are just naturally just coming, and my, everybody on my team is good. They're healthy. I mean, we still got our own problems personally, you know. But it's like we still come together to get this done. Man, let's get, let's go. You know, yeah. Yeah. like I said, I have a good team by me now, and that's that's like, I can't force it now. Now it's like anytime new people come, I'm like, yeah, they they get out of here. Yeah. Like, he'll tell you, I'm I'm a dick. Like when it comes to, because I should tell you. So what are you here for? Yeah. You trying to you trying to make you know you like you here for the long ride like, you know you know you trying to just get it in because you know because it looks good let me know mm-hmm. and I should have said like I do not care who it is now yeah. I say it straight in front of your face and a lot of people don't like me because of that but you know what it took me almost twenty two years to finally stick up for myself so mm. if it took me twenty two years to stick up for myself and I'm finally happy fuck you I'm gonna stay happy <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna stay happy for another twenty two years but yep. uh, now I'm definitely I'm like 
Well, I'm say 21, yes, but when I go, I'm telling you, I started getting vocal. Yeah. Not, but not in a disrespectful way. Right. Very respectful. So what? What? Like I had to tell him, look, dude, I'm trying to get here, here, here. If yeah. You're not, you're not ready for this. Let me know. Yeah. It was more like, yeah, okay, cool. Then, like, you know, yeah. like, but I'm letting you know. So if you don't step up to it and act a certain, if I if I decide to cut you off, you can't get mad at me because I put it out from the beginning. Yeah. You know what I mean, even with my coaches, they tell me too. Man, you slacking off to this, do this. Well, I want you to do more of this. Cool, let's do it. I don't ask any questions when he come in. I might give him shit for what he wants me to do. Yeah, that's all right, whatever. But like, I get it done. You yeah, know, you know what I mean. Like, I get it done, and and that's the same thing. Is it just like he? I didn't ask him to go home and do four hours of homework, eight hours, ten hours. Fucking, he could be watching damn three Lord of the Ring movies, but he, <laughs> but, but he came and helped me. So like I said, that love and commitment, man, you can't beat that. And that's what that's what the people around me gave me was love and commitment, and they were patient with me. So now, like I think. I'm I'm indebted to him now. Let's let's show what all this hard work these these years and you know that you put into me not just fighting but just life in general. Yeah. Man, let's give these dudes hell. And that's how I kind of built my my career off of and and it's, that's how it's gonna be to the end. I don't care about none of like they gonna hate me when I get in the UFC because it's it's, it's family. You know what I mean? Yep. Either we all go. We don't. And that's one thing. When I got my manager, you asked me to go to some UFC fights. You better have five tickets with it. Yeah. Don't ask me for me. You better yeah. have five tickets with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and that's how it comes down. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, if you go have a barbecue and you're inviting, you better have you better have five, five more plates. plates. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah, then, yeah. And people don't like that. That's cool. You ain't got to like it. But yeah. you know, on this side, that's how we move. That's yeah. how we operate. So if you're on this side, on this team, we move as a family. We we step together. We step forward together. You know what I mean? If we fall out, we don't stop our lives, but we, we like, come on. We don't leave you in the back end. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, come on, man. You got to catch up. But that's why I said this team and this family right now is just – it's working. Yeah. Now I feel like nothing is now everything's come. Life is great right now. Yeah. Life is great. Not I'm getting a lot of people mad right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like and it's crazy because I am getting a lot of people mad because yeah. now they're starting to see like why is he getting the blessings he's getting? It's like because I worked on everything around. Yeah. Me. Like, well, one I had to work on me finally. Yeah. Then when I worked on me, then I, then I started looking at all this. You know what I mean? And then when yeah. I started looking out, it's like oh nope, nope, nope. Yes, yeah, nope, nope. And then when I did that, life was great after that. Yeah. That's how it works out. For yeah, me. they're they're mad because they're not around. You know, they're just yeah. they're not reaping off of your Haters your. Gonna hate. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Uh, yep, <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift. No, I'm, I'm with Kanye. Beyonce, the best <laughs> album of all time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, man. Let's gonna bring let's bring the show to an end. Uh, but first, let's uh let's hear. You have a, a fight coming up. Yeah, you guys are in fight camp, so there's a fight coming up. The one we talk about that. Promote that one. Uh, guys, uh, fight. Uh. May 10th at the Rio uh, for FFC Final Fight Championships. It's going to be on CBS Sports. Uh, I find a tough Brazilian guy. It's going to be a great fight. Um, I'm, I'm ex- actually I'm actually excited. I, I don't think I've ever been excited for a fight. I'm even more scared, but I'm excited for this fight because uh, this is a new Jamal that people's never mm. ever seen before, and, mm-hmm. and and that's the thing is right now they're going to see something that we and my whole team's been putting together now. This Jamal's complete, com- complete finally. You know what I mean? He, his, yeah. his his holes are plugged in. You know, so guys, you know CBS Sports, watch me, um, Mike Conrado Jr. God bless him and his team. Let's get this throw down. You know, uh, but the things I've been doing and cooking up in the kitchen and and the things I've been doing in training is crazy right now. I'm putting up some crazy numbers with, even with him and. 
And then even in training, I'm doing some crazy things right yeah. now. But now I'm complete mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically. My body's, I've never been in, in one with myself. So now it sounds kind of gay, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> now like everything's, uh, everything's coming together, though. Yeah. I feel great. And I'm just, I'm just hoping when you guys see, you guys going to be like, whoa, I promise you, every, these guys are going to be put away. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to beat the hell out of them. It's, 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 you've got to pick them. Either you're going to quit for me or you, or you go, uh, just, just get your ass beat for three rounds because right now is, I'm, I'm gonna live by this right now. We're ready. Nice, there we're, you go. We're ready. I can't wait, man. And congratulations. Thank yeah, you, sir. definitely. And thanks again for coming out here, you guys, oh, thanks, and, and talking with us for a bit. So, yeah, for thanks sure. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, it's a blast. Very cool. Well, there you have it. That's it, man. I'm Fitty. I'm Izzy. Coach Xavier. Jamal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See you later, guys. How we talk All podcast. Right. <laughs>